join in our entrance hymn number 131, Amazing Grace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. Amen. Welcome to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the church celebrates the second Sunday of Ordinary Time. Welcome to everyone who's come, but particularly welcome are the young children who are to be enrolled uh, for the Sacrament of Reconciliation today. Welcome to their parents and members of their family also who are here with us for the Mass. As we begin our Mass, we invite the young children, not the children who are going to be enrolled, but the other children to go to the hall where they will celebrate the Word of God on their own. As we begin our Mass, we call to mind our sins. 
Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and in earth, mercifully hear the pleading of all of your people and bestow your peace in our times. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever.
A reading from prophet Isaiah. About Zion, I will not be silent. About Jerusalem, I will not grow weary. Until her integrity shines out like the dawn, and her salvation flames like a torch. The nations then will see your integrity, all the kings your glory, and you will be called by a new name, one which the mouth of the Lord will confer. You are to be a crown of splendour in the hand of the Lord, a princely diadem in the hand of your God. No longer are you to be named forsaken, nor your land abandoned, but you shall be called my delight, and your land the wedded. The Lord takes delight in you, and your land will have its wedding. Like a young man marrying a virgin, so will the one who built you wed you. And as the bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so will your God rejoice in you. The word of the Lord. letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. There is a variety of gifts, but always the same spirit. There are all sorts of service to be done, but always to the same Lord, working in all sorts of different ways in different people. It is the same God who is working in all of them. The particular way in which the spirit is given to each person is for a good purpose. One may have the gift of preaching with wisdom given him by the spirit, Another may have the gift of preaching instruction, given him by the same spirit. 
and another the gift of faith given by the same spirit. Another again the gift of healing through this one spirit. One the power of miracles, another prophecy, another the gift of recognizing spirits, another the gift of tongues, and another the ability to interpret them. All these are the work of one and the same spirit who distributes different gifts to different people just as he chooses. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited. When they ran out of wine, since the wine provided for the wedding was all finished, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said, Woman, why turn to me? My hour has not come yet. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars standing there, meant for the ablutions that are customary among the Jews. Each could hold 20 or 30 gallons. And Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them to the brim. And draw some out now, he told them and take it to the steward. They did this. The steward tasted the water, and it turned into wine. Having no idea where it came from, only the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said, People generally serve the best wine first and keep the cheaper sort till the guests have had plenty to drink. But you have kept the best wine till now. This was the first of the signs given by Jesus. It was given at Cana in Galilee. He let his glory be seen, and his disciples believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. (laughs) Mary Oliver died two days ago. It's maybe a name that you will not be familiar with, but in the United States, she was the most published poet in all of their history. Her poems are largely about nature and the things that she observed in her life. Birds and snakes and the moon and the ponds and the woods and the trees. Her language in the poems are accessible for everybody It's a kind of lively language, bright and joyful. She was, though, a rather reserved and 
quiet woman and in the course of her life she gave very few interviews. The poems themselves are collected from the walks that she took and the things that she observed. She often said it wasn't necessary to give any interviews because the poems themselves would speak for themselves. Mainly in those poems she wants to speak about the miracle of things in the world, the natural beauty of things, how a seed grows, the colour of flowers, the leaves and the trees, the fast-flowing water, the night sky, the light from the moon and the stars. She simply wants to talk about those things that she sees herself and the fact that very often we are surrounded by miracles in our life. If you've ever watched those great programmes uh, on nature with David Attenborough, you will get that same sense of what Mary Oliver speaks of in her poems, Icely Wastelands, where creatures survive in sub-zero temperatures, elephants crossing great plains to find water and food, how animals communicate with one another, the beauty of nature, the miracles that are there, the fine balance that's on the planet itself, the overwhelming sense of the miraculous. Today at Mass, we've heard of another miraculous thing too, the miracle of the wedding feast at Cana in Galilee. And perhaps I'd like to think of this as the most extraordinary of Jesus' miracles. No one's cured. No one is put back together. No one walks away changed. This is a simple miracle that saves the blushes of a young couple who are married. The water jars are filled and they become turned to wine. It's a simple thing. It's a miracle that means so much to those that receive it. In the simple things of life that we are surrounded with, we very often see the miraculous. As Mary Oliver herself tells us in her poems, multiple shades of green leaves in the trees, flowers of every description, insects and animals that live alongside us, the rain and the wind, the snow and the ice, the sun and the heat. We are walking right through a daily miracle all of our lives. That sense of the miraculous that's in our life strangely turns out to be something else for us too. Very often an antidote to sometimes the misery that we feel in our life. That sense of the miraculous that we ourselves have in our own life gives us that sense that we are part of something much bigger than ourselves. We are parts of a world that is incredible, beautiful, and as individuals we have a place in this world and a part to play as well. We are parts of a great miracle that unfolds. The miraculous itself that we are surrounded with reminds us that we are constantly being surprised at the world in which we live and ourselves too. Things that we never knew, things that we couldn't have imagined, incredible surprises, outcomes that we didn't expect, endings that we never imagined. The hand of God, of course, is in it all, for he often shows himself in this very way, as a God who often surprises us. Just as the story of the wedding feast at Cana tells us, 
He astonishes this young couple by changing the water into wine. It's not an ending that they would have foreseen. God's will is not that these cut this couple even be embarrassed on this very day of their marriage. The story itself has a surprising turn. In all of our lives there are miracles, things that seem amazing to us, things that turn out in ways that we never ever expected would turn out, outcomes that we never foresaw, foresaw, situations that maybe we'd given up on that seemed to resolve themselves, friends reunited, families reconciled, money that comes seemingly from nowhere at times that we most expected it, that we most needed it. We sense that in our own life, very often, we are touched by miracles each day, and we're only invited to have eyes to see those things. God himself can surprise us if we let him. So today at Mass, we're invited to be surprised, to believe in miracles in our own life, because very often we realise that we are surrounded by miracles and that we are part of that great miracle too. We invite the young boys and girls who are to be enrolled to come here just to the front of the church. Coming right up. Come on right up then. I didn't expect you to come so near. <laughs> and how are you today? You look a wee bit bashful. You know what bashful means? A wee bit kind of embarrassed. You're a wee bit embarrassed to come up here. And all the boys and girls and all the men and women that are looking at you, aren't they? Why do you think they're looking at you today? Because you're doing something special, aren't you? It's our reconciliation. It's your reconciliation. Thank goodness you knew that. And what is our sacrament of reconciliation? Do you know what that is? What have you learned? Um, it's the receiving sacrament of God. It's a receiving a sacrament of God, that's right. And what do you know about it? Do you know anything? You don't know anything? What are we going to do about that? Put your hands down. What are we going to do with the fact, the fact that you know nothing about it? Are we going to let you receive it? Yes. Oh, well. You just walk up? Oh, I think it's a wee bit harder than that. I wouldn't expect you boys and girls to know anything just now because these days are the first days in which we're trying to learn things. And today is a special day in which... You kind of start, I know that you've already started, but it's a kind of a formal start where, we, where we're getting ready. So later on I'll ask you about the things that you know, and you'll know a lot more than you know just now. But today you've come here as boys and girls, as a kind of a team. You're the A-team. Do you like that thought? You're the A-team. There's a song like that, isn't there? We're in the A-team. So you're in the A-team, that means that you are the special boys and girls in our parish who are preparing for the Sacrament of Reconciliation. How do you feel about that? Very, very the boy with all the answers. <laughs> is, he, is he your spokesman? Yes. Is he speaking for you? 
Very excited. That's the right answer. Well, we join our hands together, so we're going to make our, our special promises. Dear children, you begin today your preparation for first reconciliation. On that day you receive your holy sacrament, you will know in a special way God's mercy and love. We know that Jesus always wanted to show people his Father's friendship. We know that he always wanted people to, uh, to know his love. We know that he laid down his life even when people hated him. In this sacrament, then, we are asked to learn to live in love. I now ask you to prepare well for that day. Will you work well in your class and at home to know and love God better? And will you try to learn what God wants of you and put his commandments and words into practice? And will you pray each day and get to know God better? And will you realise that the Father of forgiveness is always here in this sacrament? May God, who has begun this good work in you, bring it to completion. Ask the teachers to stand today. My dear teachers, your role in class for these children is all important. Will you teach them to the best of your ability and be good examples of what you teach? Ask the parents to stand, please. Dear parents, the response is we will. Dear parents, it is you who present these children for the sacrament. And it's you who have come to fulfill the promises that you made in baptism to hand the gift of faith on to them. Will you do all in your power to bring them to love and practice this holy sacrament of reconciliation? Congregation, please to stand. The response is, we are. My dear parishioners, this parish is the home of these children and the place in which these children make the sacraments like many of you in the past. Are you committed to showing and making this parish community a living place of faith in which these children are nourished, loved, and come to know the loving God? Yeah. May God, who has begun this good work in all of you, bring it to completion. Amen. Please sit down. I invite all of you to stand for the creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. 
Let us pray. We renew our faith in the tender mercy and love of God, who always answers our prayers and knows the deepest longing of our hearts. For a greater sense of God's miraculous presence in our lives, and for a greater confidence in his care for us. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those whose responsibility is to lead us, that they may have the gift of wisdom, especially in these times when our country is deciding its future path to follow. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the children who are being enrolled as candidates for the Sacrament of Reconciliation, that they may always know the miracle of God's mercy offered to them through this wonderful sign. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those experiencing the extremes of weather in the world, and especially those who have been overtaken by natural disasters. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a greater appreciation of what is miraculous in the world, and for a greater sense that we are part of God's miraculous plan. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all who have died, and all who are asked to remember in prayer. Lord, hear us. Almighty God, make us aware of your presence in the world and the things that surround us, in ourselves and in the way that things unfold. Give us eyes to see your miraculous presence, your hand in all things that works for the good. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please join in our offer to him, number 470, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, we come to share in the divinity of Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Lord God, we ask you to receive us, to be pleased with the sacrifice that we offer with humble and contrite And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries. For whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just that we should give you thanks and praise, O God, Almighty Father, for all you do in this world through our Lord Jesus Christ. For though the human race is divided by dissension and discord, yet we know that by testing us you change our hearts to prepare them for reconciliation. Even more by your Spirit, you move our human hearts that enemies may speak to each other again, adversaries join hands, and people seek to meet together. By the working of your power it comes about, O Lord, that hatred is overcome by love, revenge gives way to forgiveness, and discord is changed to mutual respect. Therefore, as we give you ceaseless thanks with the choirs of heaven, we cry out to you on earth, and without end we acclaim. Therefore, Almighty Father, we bless through Jesus Christ, your Son, who comes in your name. He himself is the word that brings salvation, the hand you extend to sinners, the way by which peace is offered to us. When we ourselves had turned away from you on account of our sins, you brought us back to be reconciled, O Lord, so that converted at last to you, we might love one another through your Son, whom for our sake you handed over to death. And now celebrating reconciliation that Christ has brought us, we entreat you 
Sanctify these gifts by the outpouring of your Spirit, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, whose command we fulfil when we celebrate these mysteries. For when about to give his life to set us free, as he reclined at supper, he himself took bread into his hands, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, on that same evening, he took the chalice of blessing in his hands, confessing your mercy, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Celebrating, therefore, the memorial of the death and resurrection of your Son, who left us this pledge of his love, we offer you what you have bestowed on us, the sacrifice of perfect reconciliation. Holy Father, we humbly beseech you to accept us also together with your Son and the saving banquet, graciously to endow us with the very Spirit who takes away everything that estranges us from one another. May he make your church a sign of unity and an instrument of peace among all people. And may he keep us in communion with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the bishops and your entire people. Just as you have gathered us now at the table of your Son, so also gather us together with the glorious Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints, with our brothers and sisters and those of every race and tongue who have died in your friendship. Bring us to share with them the unending banquet of unity in a new heaven and a new earth, where the fullness of your peace will shine forth in Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with great confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin, and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, 
who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Please join in hymn number 194, Christ Be Beside Me. Let us pray. Pour out on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make us, make those you have nourished by this one heavenly bread, one in mind and heart. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Before the final blessing, just to thank everyone for being present here today, especially the young boys and girls who are to be, have been enrolled for the Sacrament of Reconciliation and it's very nice today to see them as a, as a group together and of course they're, they're journeying through their school and maybe also journeying through life with one another so it's nice uh, to see them uh, on this day in which they're enrolled but also uh, in these very special moments of their life as they, as they move through this journey of faith. So uh, lovely to see them all together and nice to see uh, parents and family as well too. The Lord be with you and may Almighty God bless you, the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number 529, How Great Thou Art. Mm.